Welcome to Beyond the Body, a podcast for women who aren't afraid to dive deep into who they are, embrace discomfort, and level up their mind, body, and life. I'm your host, Christina Slater. If you've ever struggled with body image, self-worth, or knowing how to take your fitness to the next level, you have come to the right place. We go deeper than just the latest fad diet or trending workout to provide you with the mindset tools to transform your body, upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Beyond the Body. I'm your host, Christina Slater. Today, again, I'm joined by our head coach at Cotton Conquer, Brittany Burgess. Hey guys, what's going on? And we are going to be doing a super interesting topic today. And this one has been really popular. It's definitely controversial. But today we're going to be discussing whether or not your partner should be liking other girls' photos on Instagram. And there really is no right or wrong answer. But we're going to dive into why this is even an issue in the first place. So... What we often hear is that when your partner goes out of the way to actively double tap on another girl's photo, like it, comment on it, save it on social media, it makes you feel insecure. And we absolutely feel you. Um, Brittany and I are both going to share some of our own stories um, when we've been in situations like that. But we're also going to discuss kind of both sides to it. Because even though we love women, we love empowering women, and we know how it feels to be insecure in a relationship, women are not always the innocent ones here. (laughs) Um, Just like there's some massive fuckboys out there, there's also some crazy, crazy women. (laughs) So kind of diving into our first main topic, and that is where the hurt actually comes from. Because social media isn't real life. so. For me, I think the majority of the hurt comes from the fact that when you've noticed your partner like another girl's photo, it hurts the most because you probably don't look anything like that girl. And I know that firsthand because I used to have a body that I hated. And when the guy I was with would like someone else's post, it hurt me because I didn't look like her. I didn't feel like I looked as pretty, as fit. And it just made me feel like I wasn't enough or that he wasn't attracted to me if he liked a girl who looked different than I did. And it's really, it's, it's unrealistic. Like with you bringing that up, because I was exactly the same way. I felt the same way. It's really unrealistic to assume, you know, your partner will never find someone else attractive or good looking or sexy, but that does not mean they no longer feel those things about you or, you know, want to leave you. And I think me and you both have, and a lot of like a majority probably of women as well have been in that boat. You know what I mean? Where you see your partner liking other photos of these women that look so completely different than you. And you're like, why? Like, I, and it makes you feel so, so insecure. But in reality, like, it's just unrealistic to assume your partner isn't going to think someone else is attractive. And that goes for you as well. Yeah, absolutely. And again, there's there's the other side of it too, where how often do you nonchalantly just like a guy's photo for no reason and definitely not mm-hmm. coming from a place to hurt your partner, but just because either that person might be a friend 
or it just might be a cool photo. Sometimes I've honestly liked photos that just are really good photos. They're done by a photographer. They look super professional. And I'm like, damn, that's a really nice photo. And I'm sure we've all nonchalantly liked photos of our friends or celebrities or Instagram models just because it was a nice photo. And we also have to remember how ingrained in society social media is. And sometimes I've literally found myself double tapping things for no reason. Like oh my it's just God, a habit almost, you know? Thing. I actually just watched Ben do that the other day. He was sitting on his phone and like he <laughs> double tapped on the most ridiculous photo. Fo- uh, sorry, on this video on TikTok. And I was like, and he like looked at me and like, I looked at him and he's like, why did I just do that? <laughs> I was like, man, it's just second nature. And it's so crazy that it's, it is what it is now. And like social media and like all these social media, different platforms. And that's what we do. We freaking we double tap and you don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure you can relate Brittany though. When I was in those relationships and in that part of my life, it truly would hurt me. Like it would cut deep yeah. when my partner liked or commented on a girl's photo hyping them up about their looks because that's what they're all that's usually where the yes. hurt comes from it's not a photo of their dog right it's a photo <laughs> of their body or their beautiful yeah. face that triggers those feelings of insecurity unworthiness and hurt inside of us and it is very real whether it's right whether it's wrong i felt horrible about that situation when that was happening to me in my life several years back I was exactly the same way. Like it would literally rock my freaking world where I would think about nothing other than my ex-partner looking and liking all these girls freaking photos. I would like, (laughs) I know like the first thing we do now, a lot of us, we grab our phone, we're on social media and it's crazy because like, I literally remember just picking up my phone these years ago. And, you know, first thing I open Instagram and I see, you know, my ex-partner, his name is, you know, underneath these girls' photos that he's like this stuff. And it's like, are you kidding me? And it would like drive this, like, I don't know, this is just feeling inside of me. And it would literally rock me the whole entire day. And it would be all I would think about. And it would literally consume me. And I'd be like, why do I feel like this? And I remember like purposely just like working out so I could look like these other girls. Like what's mm-hmm. wrong with me? I need to fix myself. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it just eats away at your brain. And often, of course, we all know there can be a deeper problem there. You could be dating a cheater. You could be dating a piece of shit. But sometimes we can make the smallest problem into something massive because we're overthinking it. We're replaying it and we're turning it into something that it's not. And of course, that's not the case all of the time. But the amount of energy that I'm sure both of us have wasted on things like that, when that energy could be put into something useful, something empowering, something we want to work on or our own personal development. Like it's sad. I'm like, I wasted so many precious hours. Freaking time, man. So much time. And like, if I could, if I could freaking go back, man, like, and looking at myself and how I was and looking at myself and how I am now, like it is, I'm a completely different person. I came and imagine and picture myself doing the stuff that I used to do and like overthink everything. Um, just because of, you know, my ex-partner double tapping somebody's photo, you know what I mean? Like of of their ass or their face or whatever. Like, it was just, it's crazy. Yeah. And Brittany and I were chatting before this episode and she unlocked like a hidden memory in my brain where (laughs) I actually forgot that I used to spend time like creeping my ex's social medias to see like whose photos they liked. I literally forgot that I used to do that. I'm like, 
what a fucking waste of time. Like, even if they are hours. cheating on me or even if they are liking other girls' photos, I'm not going to waste my time doing that. Like, Crazy. are you kidding me? Like, what was going to come out of that? Like, so stupid. Like, I wasted so many hours. Like, I literally picture myself. It literally, uh, we were when we were just talking about this, it feels like it was yesterday. And I, it's such a vivid memory that I just remember it would just consume me and it would drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go on to kind of the second part of that. So I feel like the the initial hurt often comes from the the body image, our own insecurities. Why don't, why does he like that girl? I don't look like that girl and that sort of thing. And the second part of it, I think really comes from the fact that not only has your partner liked another girl's photo, but they've publicly liked or commented on that photo. So it's not only them that can see it. It's not only you that can see it. It's the entire internet that can see that action. And of course that can make you feel unworthy. Of course it can make you feel insecure, not only in yourself, but in your relationship because other people can see what they're doing. And for me, sometimes when I look back in those situations, it made me feel stupid almost because everyone could see what my ex was doing on social media. And (laughs) actually that you brought that up, like just that feeling of feeling stupid. I used to even get like upset and this is so ridiculous and I feel ridiculous even saying this, but I used to be so upset about even my ex liking like freaking Kim Kardashian's Instagram photos. (laughs) Okay. Like why? And like, it would make me feel so stupid. And like you said, like, I'm like, oh, everyone can see that he's liking, you know, these pictures of her ass and stuff. But like, realistically, you know, you know, your partner isn't actually hoping to shoot their shot with fucking Kim Kardashian. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) come on, (laughs) you know, constantly liking her pictures is kind of, it's gnawing at the root of our insecurities. And then that's where we need to feel free to speak up and, you know, speak upon it. Cause like you just mentioned that and I unlocked that memory (laughs) and I literally feel so stupid. Like (laughs) what? Like, yeah, he's going to leave me for Kim Kardashian. Good one. Sorry, Ben. Yes, sorry, Ben. And like, it's her body is like so freaking unrealistic. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's freaking crazy. But yeah, I feel like a dumbass, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that's perfect. So bringing up Kim Kardashian, (laughs) let's move on to the subject of is it any better or any worse if your partner is liking photos of a celebrity, like an influencer, Instagram model? Versus if they are liking and engaging with the photos, videos, whatever content of real life people who they or you know in the real world. So for me, I think that real life would always hurt me more in the past and even now because that's someone that your partner could or has had some type of real life encounter with. Whereas like you are saying, Ben, I'm pretty sure has never really met Kim Kardashian or hung out with her, right? Him. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be news to me. That would be pretty sweet. But <laughs> So what are your thoughts? Is it, is it better or worse if they're engaging with real life versus celebrity? Um, honestly, in like my like opinion and stuff that I've gone through, I think it's worse to be liking someone that you're, you know, you're friends with, acquaintances. If it's like pictures of their fucking dog or their, you know, family pictures or like a group photo, whatever. But if it's 
kind of intimate photos and photos of just them photos, you know, whatever, you know how it is like sexy selfies and shit like that. That's where it's going to draw the line. Like, why are, why are we doing that? And the thing is too, I guess before, I don't know, it's, it's freaking crazy because I've been in both situations. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where, when they're liking a celebrity's pictures, like in my past relationships, it would make me, it would literally drive me freaking crazy. But when Ben now likes, you know, celebrities pictures and, or models or whatever, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me like it used to. I think the reason why I think liking acquaintances and friends pictures is because of my past relationship where my ex was actually like screenshotting and like saving these girls that I know that I went to high school with in his photo album. Like, why are we doing that? Like, that's Mm -hmm. unnecessary. There's one thing to like the fucking picture, but why are we saving it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think, so of course, your situation is going to be different than mine and everyone else's. I think the the reason why some women do feel hurt by the influencer photos, celebrity photos, is because usually, and definitely not always, definitely... (laughs) But usually they are the ones who are sexualizing themselves on social media. It's not usually the girl next door. However, it totally can be. And I know people like that, which is fine. I post my fair share of sexual photos on Instagram. but, But I think that it's usually those types of photos usually that trigger those insecurities in us. And I feel too, like this is years and years ago. And social media has evolved quite a bit, even in like the last two years. But even like I'm speaking like four or five years ago in my past relationship, I guess like Photoshop's always been a thing. But I think more so now, it's very public where a lot of celebrities' photos and even like your Instagram influencers' photos and, you know, even someone you know from high school can be using. There are so many friggin' different apps and shit out there that can change the way you completely look. So literally 85% of like the influencer and like celebrity Instagram photos that you're seeing, they have been freaking retouched, okay? Oh, yeah. And I feel like it's more of a thing to talk about now. And like, it's a very public topic that people talk about now. And it's, everyone knows, like these pictures have been freaking retouched. Where I feel like five years ago, you saw these pictures and you're like, oh my God, like they look so perfect. And it was like something that, wasn't talked about as much as it is now. Oh, for sure. For sure. However, I completely agree. But I also think that men sometimes don't know that. Like I've seen things where you're like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, this girl is so pretty. She's wearing no makeup. I'm like, uh, Wait, she's what? probably got fucking <laughs> primer, eight layers of foundation, bronzer, blush, foundation, freaking nude shaded eyes. Like, are you kidding me I'm right like, now? <laughs> like three, I like three filters. <laughs> Like, wait a second, what? <laughs> it's crazy. Like, no, like, no makeup. You you kind of look like yeah, look at her. She's <laughs> not oh, like that. <laughs> so natural. <laughs> so natural. <laughs> but yeah, I I agree. I for me, like if Brendan liked a photo of some girl's massive ass, I would just laugh or <laughs> literally not care. Because at this point, like I am very confident in myself and I'm very confident in our relationship. But it it truly doesn't bother me one bit. And I think another part of it is that I am confident enough to believe if I requested that he not do that, that he would respect my wishes. 
And that's why I really don't care because we do have that mutual respect where I feel like I could bring things up to him. And if they matter to me, of course, he's going to respect that and vice versa. However, like if he was constantly commenting on liking a girl's photo who he knows or who I know or um, someone in our real life that feels inappropriate, like that would absolutely bother me. Yeah. And Ben and I are exactly the same way. Like we have a good relationship in that sense too. And I have a good relationship with myself now where I am confident in myself and um, I don't let that shit bother me anymore. But it is important to like when Ben's like what you said, like when, <laughs> when Ben likes these photos or half the time he friggin' shows me these pictures, like Brittany, look at this girl's ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like we laugh about <laughs> it together. We like, you know, it's just, it's a thing we do now and it's, it never bothers me. But in my previous relationship with my ex, it did bother me because I was insecure. I was not in the place that I am now. And it just rubbed me the freaking wrong way. And, you know, he did things where I would ask if, can you not do that? Or can you unfollow this person? Like, why are we doing that? And he wouldn't, right? Where Ben, and I know I've never had to do this, but like you said, I know if I've had, I had to ask him to do that, he would a hundred percent do that for me. Right. And that makes a huge, huge difference. Yeah. Like the whole difference. But I do think probably, and of course, you and Ben are different than me and Brendan, but I think that a lot of that has to do with who we are as well. Yes. Because if I was the me from five, six, seven years ago, (laughs) yeah, like I don't think it would go down that way. (laughs) No, exactly the same. Like I said, I can't even picture myself doing the things that I used to do and obsess over. And like, like I can't even picture myself doing that with Ben at all. So I, like you said, completely, we're different people than we were, right? We've mm-hmm. grown and we're comfortable with ourselves and we're confident. Mm-hmm. And I think another really, really important, the most important thing is because I know how emotions work. And when you get that trigger, it is scary and your brain goes crazy and your logic goes out the window And it still happens to me, not so much with this topic, but it happens to me. And it's really important when we're talking about relationships, before you fly off the handle and let your (laughs) mind run wild, to be open to having that conversation. Because something that was really, really key to me progressing my life and my relationships was after I had gone through two, specifically two shitty relationships in my life, And I honestly haven't been in many relationships, but two specifically that in my own opinion were just destructive. (laughs) For both of those relationships, I felt like I was either constantly changing myself to fit who the other person wanted me to be or constantly trying to change the other person for who I wanted them to be. And my commitment to myself before I met Brendan and before we started dating was that like, I am never changing at my core who I am to satisfy another person. And I am never, ever going to ask another person to do that for me. Yeah. Wow. And that has been the game changer in my relationship. And the thing is, and Brittany, you and I have talked about this a bit, but like Brendan and I don't agree on everything. And we do agree on a lot of stuff, but we are both secure enough in who we are to be okay with the fact that we don't have to agree on everything. So part of that is also being comfortable with the person you are dating or being with, especially if that is like a monogamous relationship. Like we're probably, that's what we're kind of referencing in this whole podcast. But like, I would say, like, I am comfortable enough to say to him, like, 
hey, I'm a white, blonde, fit girl, and you like this photo of this beautiful, thick Latino girl with a massive ass. Is that <laughs> something you're into? Like, <laughs> I will literally so just good. see it because... Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm okay with that. But I think a yeah. lot of girls, especially younger girls, or especially older women who maybe feel like they've drifted apart from their partner, yeah. they're not confident enough in their relationship to have that conversation. So instead yeah. of having that conversation, you let your mind run wild. You turn to your friends, you turn to fucking Facebook girl groups and you <laughs> blast your problems when really you should be taking that problem to your partner. And if your partner actually does care about you and is actually dedicated to that relationship, they should be open to hearing you out and working on a resolution to the issue. Man, the two C's, baby. You got confidence and you got fucking communication. Yeah. Before, and you nailed it, before approaching, you know, your your partner, you know, when something's bugging you and they're liking all these pictures and you're feeling insecure and, you know, before approaching them, you got to figure out first why you're upset. Don't focus on their behavior. Focus on what that behavior made you feel and why are you feeling like this? And if this is something that you need to bring up with your partner, that's where the communication comes in. Yep. And if you aren't brave enough or confident enough to have that conversation with the person you are dating, you shouldn't yeah. be dating them. Yeah. It, like reality check, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if if it's someone that let's say, let's say you're not dating them yet and you're in the like talking stage or whatever, evaluate in your in your own self, like, is this behavior something that I am willing to work with? And yeah. if not, get the fuck out before you're too deep. And if yes, well then communicate that to them. And like your partner, and this is what you just kind of said too, and like your partner should make your concerns a priority in their life. So it is something, if it's something that's really concerning for you and something that it upsets you and you bring this to them and if they, you know, they care about you enough, they will make those concerns a priority in their life. If they obviously still refuse to change, that tells you that they are not prioritizing your feelings, which hello is a huge freaking red flag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whoever you're with should never want to purposely hurt you. It exactly. will probably happen in a relationship. Like you're oh, yeah. probably going to hurt the person, but it should never actively be on purpose if that's someone that you're serious about building a life with and growing with. Yeah, exactly. And and I guess building on that, being in a secure relationship is going to massively improve not just the whole issue around liking other girls' pictures, but because those things that cause the conflict, like, for example, your boyfriend commenting on another girl's photo, usually the real issue is a lot deeper than that. It's not just about that girl's photo. Those usually underlying issues from the past, from the present, that are causing that insecurity and that situation to become a conflict. Yes, there's always, always underlying issues to that stuff. You're not just getting mad just because, you know, you're getting mad. There's always something you need to really sit back and really focus on. Why is this making me feel this way? Like, what's going on with me? What's going on in our relationship? Why are we freaking, why am I feeling like this? And this is how I was 
not how I was beforehand because I never sat down and actually asked myself, why do I feel this way? Why am I freaking out? Like why I never asked myself that. And like now looking back now, I'm like, like, it's so stupid. Like why I just had to really sit down and figure out what, what was bothering me and what was going on. And it was my own insecurities and my own bullshit, but I never worked on it. And I just let it fester until mm-hmm. it was just, it was consuming and overwhelming. Absolutely. Same. But the thing is too, I had, I had very similar problems to what you exactly just said there, just like my own body image issues, my own insecurities. But I was in a relationship that was not allowing me to heal because I kept getting beaten down by things yes. that were occurring in my relationship. And I kept trying to grow, but you couldn't. I felt <laughs> like I couldn't. And looking back, of course I could have. But yep. when you're in that moment and you're constantly getting beaten down with whatever that person is doing to you with their actions to make you feel like shit, it's very challenging to get out of your own way and get out of your own mind. Yo, man, I was in the same boat, <laughs> exactly the same way. I just, I felt like I was stuck. Like that feeling of just being stuck, which sucks. <laughs> but it's not going to get any better unless you make a change because you can't control what someone else does. You can try to communicate with them. You can try to work on things. But at the end of the day, you can only control you and you can only control your response. This like, and you said this and like, this kind of brings it back to this, but like, do not, this is so freaking important. And I wish that I knew this back then, but obviously you learn. (laughs) But like you said before, molding yourself into what you think the other person wants you to be. I was the same way where changing myself constantly where I didn't even know who the fuck I was anymore. Like at the end of my previous relationship, right? I changed myself so much that I had no idea, (laughs) not a freaking clue. Mm -hmm. And moving forward, moving on, like you said, I have told myself that I will fucking never, ever, ever do that again. I will always be my own friggin' person. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so important because at the end of the day, of course, your your partner and your family and your friends are all very, very important to you. But the only person who is guaranteed to be with you every second of the rest of your life is yourself. Mm-hmm. And going going back a little bit, but if your partner is truly dedicated to you and truly dedicated to bettering your relationship and you do request that they stop liking other girls' photos for whatever reason. In my opinion, they should respect that request because if they truly have no ulterior motive, which could definitely be the case, what is liking another girl's photo really going to do for them? Nothing. Nothing. So (laughs) why should it be a problem to stop if it helps their partner? That's something I never understood in my previous relationship, what you just fucking said right there is that (laughs) honestly, like I would ask my ex-partner the same thing. I'd be like, can you not like, like these photos or can you not save these photos? Or why are you still liking your ex's photos on Instagram? Can you stop that? Like kind of thing. And he wouldn't. So like, why? You know what I mean? Like I just, and that's, I guess too, what would drive me freaking crazy because if this person actually cared about me and, you know, and I was like bringing my concerns to the table and asking him like, and telling him that it's affecting me and he wouldn't stop. Why? Like, what is that doing for you? Like, what's your, what's your motive behind this? Like, I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 
I mean, in my opinion, I do think there's a difference between liking someone's photos and like DMing them and like yes. chatting with them <laughs> um, because yeah. that again is a, a completely different story. <laughs> yeah. No, a hundred percent. And I've been in like both situations. So you know what I mean? So it it is completely different where someone, you know, is liking someone's photos or if they're sliding into their DMs and fucking messaging them and shit, that's a whole other story. <laughs> yep. Yep. And okay, let's kind of flip the coin a little bit. So oh, we, we kind of addressed how real the pain is from these things, whether they're doing it on purpose or not. Um, and how your partner who who does that, it can be super destructive to your own self-image, to your own body image, and to your own personal development. But yep. you are also partly responsible for that. There's definitely the chance that your partner literally liked that photo nonchalantly. And yep. you are reading way too much into it because of your insecurities. And I know you don't want to hear that, but it's a hard truth. It doesn't yep. mean that it's the truth of what's occurring in your life right now, but you could be reading way too much into it. Oh yeah. Like not all men are freaking, there are sleaze balls out there, <laughs> but not all of them are. There are good ones out there that aren't doing this, you know, because they're being freaking fuck boys. You know what I mean? Like I don't even, I don't even bat a freaking eye that Ben likes photos or like you said, like nonchalantly, like I've seen him do it where he doesn't even like, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. And I mean, of course, I feel like this should be common sense, but this goes both ways. It's not just oh. men versus women, right? It oh, 100%. doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, bisexual, if you're you're the woman who's liking men's photos, like it applies across the board. <laughs> oh, all the way, yeah. And then another thing, we kind of touched on this already, but think about how often you have liked other guys' photos innocently, truly. Because I know I've done that. I've liked guy celebrities. I've liked my guy friends' photos. and. I would feel totally like shit if my partner attacked me for doing that. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, and I'm uh, the same way. <laughs> I like, you know, there's guys on Instagram, celebrities, people I know, acquaintances that I, you know, I like their, their shit because like, I like their shit or it's like nonchalantly. There's no emotional attachment to it at all. And like you said too, I would feel like totally friggin' attacked if like Ben came to me and freaking out, like, why are you doing this? Like, there's what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think, I think this one is one of the most important ones because let's say even, let's say your, your partner is just like horny all the time and likes to look at girls' bodies, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there is the chance that he doesn't really know how much those actions are hurting you, especially yeah. if you've never had that conversation with them. They can't read your mind, believe it or not. And that was something I had to learn. <laughs> I thought everyone could read yeah. my mind. I'd be like, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. And they'd be like, okay. <laughs> Guys yeah. are dumb sometimes. Yeah. No. And then you get mad because like they, they couldn't read your mind. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they might just be an asshole, but there's also the chance that you've, if you've never actually told them, Hey, this action is hurting me because of this. Can you stop because of this? They might not know. <laughs> I'm going to say they, they don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say they don't, they have no fucking idea yeah, unless so it's, it's voice to them. And that's where the communication comes into freaking play. You gotta freaking talk, guys. Mm -hmm. And now here's one that's a little harder to swallow, but there's also the possibility that they are not happy with you. 
They are not happy with the relationship and the unfortunate reality that maybe they aren't attracted to you. Maybe they are a piece of shit, but maybe they're just not that into you. Yeah. And there's there's always the underlying and that is definitely, like you said, it's a hard pill to swallow and it fucking sucks, but that is definitely something. And then again, that's where you have to, it's the communication and see what the hell's going on. And if the relationship there, there's something clearly going on that needs to be addressed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And if that is the case, let them go. Yeah. Get rid of them. (laughs) Um, And it doesn't have to be a, a horrible departure, but no, not everyone you meet is going to be your soulmate. And sometimes it feels like they are going to be, but yeah. just move move on. <laughs> yeah. And I know, obviously, it sounds easier said than done, but if it's not serving them, I guarantee you it's not fucking serving you, right? So Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the reality is sometimes people end up in relationships that they're just comfortable in and they're no longer attracted to that person on a physical, mental, or emotional level. Yes. And they're just too insecure in themselves to voice that to you because they're afraid and they're comfortable with you. It often has nothing to do with you or that you're not beautiful or that you're not worthy of love or you're not good enough in that relationship. And it has everything to do with them. Yeah. No, definitely. (laughs) It's not you. It's them. (laughs) All right. So before we close this one off, We definitely want to give you guys some tips and some advice on what you can actually do if this situation is occurring in your life. Because as we talked about, you can't control anyone else. You can only control you and you can only control how you respond to the situation. Yeah. So let's go through a few things that you can actually do to help. And the first one is set boundaries and stick to them, okay? If someone crosses the line, then have that discussion and move forward. But if it happens again, leave. But if you don't have those boundaries set, it's going to be very challenging to know when the line's been crossed and when it hasn't. But the more respect you have for yourself, the more other people will respect you. Exactly. Uh, boundaries are really important um, for anything to do with relationships, whether it's you know this or anything else. Like you said, if you don't know where the line is, then how do you know that it's been crossed, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. setting boundaries right away is freaking key. Like no matter what, if you're right now, like if you're listening to this and you're in a beginning fresh start relationship, set those boundaries right now. If you're listening to this and you've been with somebody for three years and you don't have boundaries and you don't know where that line is, friggin' set that freaking boundary, man. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter where you are in the relationship. Make sure you have them set. Mm-hmm. Number two is work on yourself. You are your lifelong project. There's no other better investment than yourself. So when you are doing your best, when you're working on yourself, you're growing as a person, you're working on your health, you're working on your fitness, you're working on your your mindset and your intelligence and everything, you feel your best. And if you are feeling good, no matter what goes wrong in your life, you will be better equipped to handle it. 
that was the best thing I ever did. Baby was work on my freaking self. <laughs> if Brittany and I never did any of that, we would still be those people that we were referencing in this episode. The people that sat there for five fucking hours, creeping fucking dumb bitches on Instagram from 18 years ago. <laughs> so embarrassing. I'm <laughs> just even thinking about that, but it's so freaking true. Like if we did not work on ourselves, if you do not work on yourselves, you will always be that same person. And I do not, I don't know about you guys, but I do not want to be that freaking person again. That was, <laughs> it was just, like I said, it's embarrassing. Like thinking about it. It's crazy. I do not have time to fucking go on Brennan's Instagram and see who the hell he's been liking. Like right? that is the bottom of my priority list right now. Oh my God. It's like, I don't, it's not even on the list. <laughs> like I'm just like, I can't believe I spent hours and hours and thinking about doing that now. I'm like, oh my God, I barely have enough fucking time in the day now. Like, <laughs> yeah. holy shit. What a waste of time. <laughs> it's literally, I could like, I'm just so embarrassed about it. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> Tip number three, work on your communication skills. A lot of us don't even know how to have a conversation without becoming defensive, aggressive, or argumentative. So communication, having those uncomfortable conversations, knowing who you are, being confident in your ability to make decisions, having that self-integrity is so important. Communication is like the number one life skill. So important. And that was one thing that I was lacking for sure all those years ago was communication. It's something that I have worked on uh immensely. I hate conflict. I hate it so much and I avoid it like the plague. <laughs> but I have grown into someone that can have communication and have these really uncomfortable conversations that, you know, may start a little bit of conflict, but it is oh, 100% worth it to have those really hard conversations. And rather than just, you know, sweeping it under the rug and then it'll disappear and I don't have to worry about it. But surprise, surprise, that will always come back and friggin' haunt you. You need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think a big thing for communication is just practice. Because when I first started trying to communicate more effectively, I was not very good at it. And I felt discouraged by that. Yeah. But I knew I had to work on it because it was affecting my life. And by not communicating, like by trying to avoid conflict, by not communicating, it was causing way more conflict. Yeah. And like one thing that I did, I still do this sometimes, not as much, but something that helped me form better communication skills is I would write this person a letter. Oh, interesting. So I would write this person a letter exactly how I'm feeling, write it all out. Cause like we were just talking about, like, I, I like writing shit down. I feel like it gets it out of my head on that piece of paper. And I would write everything out, how I feel, what's going on, what's bothering me. And at the end of that letter, if I'm feeling comfortable enough to talk to this person in person about it, everything I just wrote out, or if I was still, you know, uncomfortable with it, I would just give this person the letter. I like and that. Then, I've honestly know, it, never done that. It works for me all the time, really having those uncomfortable conversations, especially if you're somebody that is does not like conflict. And when you start communicating and you start having these, you know, uncomfortable conversations, 
where you lose all sense of what you wanted to talk about. And then you just stand there like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> and I do that all the friggin' time. So writing it out and giving it to that person is like just a, you know, a few steps to take to help communicate better with your partner or whoever you're talking to. I like that. I want to add though that I would highly recommend not texting about Mm-mm. these types of situations because no, don't text. <laughs> text don't text can totally be completely misinterpreted and often is. No text. <laughs> so please, I know it's easier to text because it kind of allows us to hide a little more, but please, please, please don't text it. Please, at the very least, voice note it, probably phone call or if possible, like in person is like highly recommended. <laughs> in person for sure. And if like these letters too, I would, in the beginning when I started doing them, I would not be present when I gave it to them. But as like I got better with it, I would be present. I would be in the house somewhere and I would like give them this letter and I'd be like, I want you to read this and then we can have like an adult conversation after. I just want you to see how I am feeling just because my communication skills aren't, weren't the greatest and where I would freeze up and I would forget what I was saying or forget what I was talking about and I'm an emotional person. <laughs> so the letter always seemed to work with me. I like that. I like that a lot. I've never done it, but I, I think that'll be really helpful for some people. They're good for the really uncomfortable conversations that we need to have. I know they suck, but we need to have them. (laughs) All right. Next tip, improve your own self-awareness. So Brittany and I did a podcast on self-awareness a couple of weeks back. But Mm -hmm. if you don't even know why your partner liking someone else's photo bothers you or your answer is it just does, if that's your answer, you need to spend more time getting to know yourself recognizing your strengths, acknowledging your weaknesses, your triggers, your past trauma so that you can heal, not for your partner, but for yourself. That's so, so important. You know, it's, it really helps with our emotional and our, you know, our mental health as well is when we are super self-aware. And like you said, if you don't even know why you're freaking upset, how can you have this conversation with this person If you don't even know what's going on, if you don't even know what's happening and why you feel like this, that's when you have to take a step back and you have to sit with yourself and really dig deep and really figure out why you're feeling like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And obviously, if you are in a good relationship, like have that conversation with your partner too, because Brendan like knows all of my insecurities. And he knows why I'm insecure about them. And I feel like if I'd never explained that to him, he probably wouldn't be as compassionate to certain things as if I was like, oh, I'm mad at you for this, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely. That's important as well. Like you said too, like, how are they supposed to know these things if you don't if you don't voice it, right? Mm-hmm. They, like you said, they don't read minds. <laughs> However, I don't advocate for like spilling your whole life's truth to someone you've only just started dating. I highly recommend against that. <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> but I would say after after like the six Holy month fuck. mark, it's yeah, the six month, six of, to eight months. I mean, yeah, I of like a good <laughs> good green flags. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. So funny. Yes. (laughs) No, like don't be doing this shit. Like the first four weeks of dating. Okay. I, this is totally off topic, but I cannot stand it when (laughs) a guy would get obsessed with me in like less than two or three months. 
and be like, you're the, you're the best. You're amazing. And I'd be like, you do not even fucking know me because oh, yeah. I don't open up to that many people. And like, I'm like, you cannot even like me. You're full of fucking shit right now because you don't know me. It would <laughs> drive me nuts. Me. Drive me crazy. I feel like you can't even really like, no matter how open, well, you are like, how can you really actually know somebody in like that short amount of time? So I totally hear you. I've been in the same boat. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> that's that's a little off topic but no, it's, uh, it's funny though um all right next tip is don't allow yourself to hold on to negative energy i think yes. we both used to do this so when we were bad. annoyed at something triggered at something we would just like dwell oh. on it hold on to it let it bottle up if you let it bottle up it's gonna spill over it's gonna waste your time and your energy that you can never get back so either let it go and yes. move on or have that conversation Yes. Negative energy is never like, let it go. Do not hold on to that shit. Because like you said, it bottles up. And I know in my experience and what I used to do with that, I would, you know, sweep it under the rug, bottle it up, bottle it up, not talk about it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then all of a sudden it is not fucking fine. And then that's where I would, you know, explode. And like my emotions would be all over the place and I wouldn't even know how to handle them because it was just months of just bottling up all this negative energy. That's not good for anybody. Nope. And my final tip, this one was really straight from the heart because I used to be, and I still am a bit, a jealous person. Honestly, it's definitely something that I wouldn't say I'm like proud of. I'm yeah. I'm not jealous of like people's success or uh, when someone's doing something well, like at all. Like I want everyone to freaking win at everything they do. But I just I think due to my own insecurities and my own past issues with relationships, like I am a little bit jealous, and I used to be a lot jealous. Yeah. But how I have been transforming away from that, I guess you could say, is when I feel those jealous emotions and I have that jealous energy inside of me, I try to use that to be a better person for myself and for my partner. Because I think of it like, why would this person want to be with me if I'm going to be a jello crazy psycho bitch? (laughs) Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to be with someone like that. So me being jealous because of something they're doing because I want them to be with me is completely counterproductive. Oh, And if they're going to cheat on me or lie to me, then there's no point in being jealous because I don't fucking want them anyways. Yeah. And I, we were just talking about this beforehand, but we were in the same boat in that sense where I used to be a really, really jealous person. And like, that's not good for anybody. Like a little bit of jealousy is healthy. It's okay to have that little tiny bit you know, it's almost like that protective feeling, like just like this person's, you know, mine, like I, like, I love them so much kind of feeling, but when you're like super crazy, freaking jealous, and it is disrupting your relationship where I've had relationships where that's had, that's happened. It is not an attractive trait to freaking have. Like, I don't want that shit. You don't want that shit. Like we got to just no jealousy, focus on your freaking self, focus on your relationship if you are super freaking jealous and it is like literally to the point where it's driving you crazy, you need to take a step back and figure out why you're feeling like this. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. It's funny. I feel like we should, uh, we should have had Brendan and Ben on here for their opinion. Oh, oh my God. What a lovely 
could you imagine a podcast with the two of them on here? Holy I feel shit. like that would be so fun. All right. Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. So funny. Well, we should do it one day. It would actually be really interesting to hear a man's point of view, point of view. on all of this. No, I agree. Totally. <laughs> oh, shit. Does Ben <laughs> listen to the podcast? Yeah, he does. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Oh God! I love it. He's gonna he's gonna listen to this one. He's gonna be like grinning. Yeah, he's gonna come home because he usually like listens to it after work. He's gonna be like Brett. <laughs> you guys want to talk about? Oh, uh, so one day, one day maybe. Yeah, we'll do her. All right. So that is pretty much everything we have for today. But I think the the biggest takeaway point is make sure you communicate. Communicate to yourself about who you are, be honest with yourself and be open to communicating with your partner. If that is an issue on either one of your guys's ends, then reevaluate that relationship and make sure you have enough respect for yourself and for your relationship to set boundaries and to uphold those boundaries. Because at the end of the day, there's no right or wrong answer as to if anyone should be liking anyone's photos on social media. But make sure you and your partner are clear on your relationship, clear on the boundaries, because you can't get mad if the lines get blurred when there are no clear lines. Lines. Yeah. Honestly, couldn't have said it better my freaking self. So that is it for today's episode. If you guys got some value from this one, please, please, please let us know. We love hearing from you guys. Let us know what you liked. Let us know what you agreed with, what you disagreed with. Take a <laughs> screenshot, share it to your Instagram story. Tag us at Nyfina, at B Burgess, and at beyondthebody.podcast. That is it. We'll see you guys in the next episode. See you guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Beyond the Body. If you're getting value from the podcast, please don't forget to follow, rate, and review. It really goes a long way. And if you're ready to take your mind and body to the next level and you want to work closely with me and my team, head over to my Instagram page at Nyfina and tap the link in my bio to fill in a coaching application to see if Cut and Conquer can help you transform your life.